0: He's not just Hi Dad, he's my dad, James Gutman. What is up guys? James Gutman here on High am Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the podcast. It is Friday. It is uh I don't know. It's closing in on my birthday. It is July, it is 2022. Thank you so much for joining me. Whether you found me on dad.com or any streaming service that features podcasts you will find hi pod omdab. we've been going strong for years thank you like subscribe hit the bell hit the notification hit i don't even know if there's something to hit hit it please i don't know what that means but just do it um again as i mentioned birthday coming up so i am getting a little older huh? a little older huh? yeah a little older thank you guys for joining me. I love doing these podcasts. I love writing the blogs. It has been a fun week writing both. If you don't know already, highblogomdad.com is the blog that I've been writing since 2017. It has like, I don't know, a billion words there. So you can read everything through the years. And one of the fun things about writing this blog that I've been doing uh, these last few years is that I get to share stories. I get to tell you guys things about my family. I get to tell you guys things that have been going through my head and this week was no exception. And what ends up happening is as time goes on, I write blogs. Sometimes they have similar subjects and sometimes you take them from a different point of view. One of the blogs I did this week, which to me I thought was, was kind of a fun one to do, was about people's reactions when they learn that my child has autism. And there is a wide variety of reactions. And when I wrote this my goal was not for some giant social commentary. I wanted to kind of give some of the whimsical things that happened, one of which is that everybody knows that one kid that has autism. And I feel like they always tell you about it. They're like, oh, yeah, my, my mother, she has a hairdresser and the hairdresser has this boy that lives down the block, but he's like the cousin of the kid that lives down the block. So he's not always there. Anyway, he's such a sweet boy. He has autism. He's lovable you love him. God bless him. He's wonderful. Same kid all the time. He's always this wonderful, lovable. I'm like, I want to meet that kid. Like, let's go hang out with that kid. Where is that kid? So you hear about that a lot. So that was kind of the goal when I wrote this blog on Wednesday to, to talk about some of the, the funnier moments and some of the, the things that we can all relate to. However, it was a loaded subject. And I was aware of that when I wrote it, because the reactions that people have to my child having autism It goes across a wide spectrum, as wide as as autism, I guess you could say. In fact, one of the parts that I initially left out that I added right before I published it, take you guys a little bit into how the sausage was made, was the part about the school administrator. I can give you guys a little bit more information because it does come off confusing. I worked many years ago at a gym uh, where we were checking people in and getting them ready at the gym. It was one of those programs where you go, uh, you go in, you work out. I mean, I don't want to i say what gym it is. It rhymes with you know Orange Theory, so that was the gym I worked at. And there was a woman who came in. She was a school administrator. She was not a school administrator for my son. She had nothing to do with my son. She was just a lady that they said was a principal somewhere. And we talked. She came in, and she had heard about my blog. The blog was very new when she had come in there. I had just started writing it, and she was. I understand you write about your son. Like, oh, I do. Yeah, he's, he's he's sweet. He's got he's got autism, and I could tell from this look on her face, this weird kind of standoffish look on her face that, I don't know, I had said something. So I kept talking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a sweet boy. I'm like, you know, the thing is, you know, with, with boys like him, it's kind of hard because people don't really get to know him. Like, he's nonverbal. He doesn't get to speak. And when I said nonverbal, she went, oh, and her face changed from that, you know, annoyed kind of glare to almost like a like a smirk that her and I were sharing something. And she goes, she's like, mm, and she reaches in, she like taps my arm, and she goes, ah, that's the real one. And I'm like, And she goes, yeah. Some people they say autism, and it's like, but that's that's the real one. And it's so weird because in that moment she was validating me; she was giving me validation that I know that some parents would be like, "Yes, thank you for saying." But I was kind of offended for all the other people who have verbal children with autism. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not a very big us versus them person. I don't like to do that. It drives me crazy. I hate it with politics. I hate it with life. I think that most of the things we do now is about divvying up subgroups and making them fight against each other. I don't get it. I don't want to fight with anybody else. So to be honest with you, even though my child is nonverbal and even though my child has, quote, the real one, I don't like hearing that. I don't like hearing people trivialize another person's journey or struggle or whatever they're going through. And I've talked about this before too because as the parent of a child with as some people call it severe autism, I've never had a fight at a CSE meeting. One of these, you know, committees for special education where you go in and you you get your child's, you know, learning for the next year prepared. I never had to fight for that. I've never sat down at a meeting and had somebody tell me, one of the whether it's the special ed coordinator or one of the teachers, your son doesn't need these services. We're not going to give it to him, where I then have to fight because I know he needs them. Um, fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to take it, my boy has never had an issue getting services because his deficiencies are pretty, you know, much on display. People know it. I've always gone back to that story when he first got his, you know, his IEP and I sat down at the table with the coordinator that we were using at the time and they had talked about wanting to get him more speech and whether or not it would get approved. And she's like, uh, I don't think we'll have a problem. I don't think it'll be an issue. And I wanted to reach over the table and just slam this woman in the face. But you don't, you don't slam women in the face, but where, where are you living? Come on. Uh, so, I didn't do that. But I've gone through that. So, I know what it's like to sometimes wish that my child's Issues weren't so prevalent because meetings like that then scare you and they make you realize, like, oh, I have a lot of work to do. That said, I still won't disparage other people who are in that position because you know what? We're all going through this. And whether your child is on the spectrum a little bit or not, or a lot, whatever it is, like everybody's got a special struggle. In fact, and this is a conversation I had this week, one of the things about having a child like mine is that initially, when he's first diagnosed as as Lucas was when he was not even 2 years old knowing that there was going to be issues and there was all these you know uh disabilities emerging you feel especially then like everyone's so lucky like i'm dealing with all these problems my poor boy has to deal with all these struggles and everybody else has these kids and there's no issues with the kids and these kids aren't on the spectrum and they're not whatever but as the kids grow up that's when troubles start to emerge now all of a sudden i have a boy who might be nonverbal with autism but maybe you have a kid that likes to steal you know ladies underwear from Sears. And now you got to deal with that. Or you have a kid who's like setting kids on fire at school or, you know, punching people. So everybody's got a struggle that eventually emerges. I don't want to hold mine against somebody else. I never do that. I'm not a big pity party person. I don't want you to pity me. I don't want you to feel bad for me. Um, we just deal with things differently. But that's how that woman saw it. You know, that's the real one. That's what you have. I had a doctor once almost questioned me about him. I had said that he had autism. This guy was a jerk, man. I had one appointment with this cardiologist. Um, Very weird dude. He was very like, um, he he wanted to show me his Apple Watch this couple of years ago. Uh, Very in-depth, showing me his Apple Watch, how proud he was of it. I didn't even know this guy at all. And I had said, you know, my son, and I read about my son. You know, what do you write about? I write about my, you know, about family. My child has autism. And he goes, oh, autism. He's like, there's a lot of that around, huh? I hear a lot about autism. He's like, they used to not, you know, Ever have any autism? So, what's that about? What do you think that's about? And he kind of looks off into the distance, and there was something about the way he said it that offended me, which is weird. And I know that I'm not really a big offended person, but sometimes it's not the words, it's the tone, and you can kind of figure out what they're getting at. And what he was getting at, and what I felt between the two of us, was that. He either thought that it was either a pretend thing or misdiagnosed and people have that issue. And I get that too. I think a lot of times there are things that are overdiagnosed or whatever. But the thing that always bothers me is that I don't believe that autism was invented in the 1980s. Um, I'm not looking for the reason. I'm not looking for where it came from. I don't know, vaccine people have all these different theories about it. But whenever somebody brings that up, I'll tell you what I told this guy. um, And I invite you to do this. If you have a streaming service that has Twilight Zone on it, Um, Paramount Plus actually has them all on there. There's an episode called Miniature, right? It's one of the one-hour episodes. This episode changed how I viewed autism and what it is for today. In this episode, it's about a guy who has an infatuation, Robert Duvall, in fact, who has an infatuation with miniature little dolls. If you watch this episode now in 2022, you will say, oh, this is about a man with autism. He lives with his mother. He works at a place where nobody likes him because he's very—I um, don't say fastidious because he is—he's very clean and very organized. But he's a hard worker. He's not very social. Doesn't talk to anybody. He gets fired from his job because they tell him he's an oddball. And he doesn't fit in. he's like, well, i like to do what I'd like to do, sir. Like, when he walks, he walks almost on his tiptoes up the stairs. He lives with his mother and his boss sits him down. And he goes, maybe it's about time you moved out living with your mother. He's like, i like to live with my mother, sir. All he wants to do is talk about the dolls. It is glaringly obvious that this man in the episode is on the spectrum. If this had been today, he would have been like nominated for an award, Robert Duvall, for his portrayal of a man with autism in the Twilight Zone. But back then, he was just an oddball. And that's what I always try to explain to people. These things existed, but they weren't diagnosed. They were just kind of seen as as a personality quirk. Um, When it comes to my son, my son is nonverbal. It's an extreme version of it. So he wouldn't have been seen as having a personality quirk. But guess what? I knew kids like my son. I went to school and down the hallway, we had kids. There was a special classroom and you would see these kids and you would know, okay, well, these kids are in special ed. It was everything was kind of lumped into the same thing. Autism is not new. It's not created. It's not something that somebody made up. Nobody's pretending. Nobody's portraying it. Um, yeah, that bothers me. I also don't think that figuring it out which is what everybody tries to do. What is it? What did you eat? What did you feed him? What did you do? I don't know. Good. Do your research. I appreciate that. Don't ask me about it. I don't know. I have nothing to tell you. I have two kids. They both came up the same way. One of them has autism. One of them does not. So whatever it is, I don't know. It's not 100% of the time. So let's just move on from that. But you do get those responses from people. You get those curious responses. Of course, my favorite part, and I've talked about this, um, autism awareness has done wonders for how people see autism. And I know that it's a touchy subject because people get offended by the term awareness. They think that it simply means, you know, hey, look, this kid's got autism. And what about autism acceptance? It's like, well, it's all kind of the same thing. It bleeds into each other. But I really genuinely find that even compared to when my son was born, you know, 10 years ago, there was a very different environment as it relates to autism and I feel like today if we were to go out somewhere and he were to have a meltdown um, I've never had a negative reaction I've had people come over and tell me you know I've written a blog about it a stranger tapped me on the shoulder you're a wonderful father thank you I appreciate that there's no stares. there's no laughter there's no pointing even from kids there's not a lot of that anymore I mean it exists and whatever but as somebody who grew up in the 80s and 90s I know how cruel kids used to be kids today they think they're cruel you guys aren't that cruel you don't get it anymore. <laughs> we used to be pretty, pretty merciless. So um, I'm happy. I'm happy with the way it's seen, and that's why when I wrote this blog on Wednesday, I wanted to focus kind of on the universal things, the things that everybody says, the humor of it all. Uh, but some of the negative stuff. Yeah, I mean it's out there. It's not as bad as it could be. I mean that's the truth too. I the biggest surprise that I had as a parent to a child with autism is that I expected to fight. Everybody, initially. I couldn't even fathom it. I'm like, how am I going to live like this? I'm already on edge. I already want to fight everybody as it is. Like somebody cuts you off. Somebody you know gives you a hard time or looks at you weird. Like I, you know, kind of had a, a bit of a, a fuse when I was younger. So I was already on edge about people. And I waited. And I said, now I have this boy. He's the most important boy in the world to me. He has autism. It's something for people to, to pick on and make fun of. I'm going to have to fight everybody. Luckily, I haven't. People at the base are good. And I'm glad that I could say that. It means a lot to me. People are good to my family, and I appreciate it. So that was the whole idea here. So if you read this, do yourself a favor. Try to find the positives in a blog like that. Definitely, um, you get reactions from people. They are different, but for the most part, they've all been good. So that's what I wrote on Wednesday. And real quick, if you get a chance on Monday, I gave you guys 45 pieces of advice from a dad. 45 pieces of advice, just, you know, rummaging around in my head. Uh, this is all based on this very special birthday I have coming up. Uh, how old am I going to be? Obviously, if you can't figure it out from the, the numbers, I said 45 pieces of advice. So four plus five together, that's nine, add 10. I'm going to be 19. So we are good to go. Happy birthday to me. And thank you for listening to Hi pod. I'm dad this week. That does it for me. I will be back next Friday with a new edition of the show. I will be back with more blogs, more talk. I do want to touch upon something um, real quick before I go. I almost left it out, but I'm going to just put it out there right now. I know I've been talking about having a big surprise, a big announcement coming up. I did. I had been working on a book that has now been postponed so yeah I will get back to you guys on that when it comes out I hate promoting something that doesn't happen I was very far along in the process hit a bit of a glitch so we're gonna have to work on that but I promise you I do have exciting things on the way it is hard when you uh, are writing for a publisher and it's not you know just something that you're putting out there so you have to work with a number of people I will hopefully have more information on this as time goes on but I do have a lot of exciting things in the works I will tell you guys about it I wanted to talk upon it since i've been kind of hyping it uh low-key hyping it they say low-key right you could say that low-key i'm low-key hyping it so i've been doing that and uh i wanted to keep you guys in the loop i'll talk more about it soon though i promise until next time james gutman be well Bye, pod. i'm down